0: Welcome again to It Doesn't Take a Genius, conversation with introspective perspectives and pithy points of view. Here are your hosts, my friends, Max and Marty. I think that's Mark and Mike.
1: Yeah, whatever.
0: Ramsey!
1: Marshall. You know, let me get, get it out of the way for those watching on video. Um, and and w- once I say it, you won't be able to unsee it. But um, yes, I do have a curl rising in my hair. We, we spent... A solid 30 seconds talking about it, watching me brush it, trying to get rid of it. It's not going away. This is how God made me. And um, yeah, good luck with that while we, you try to focus on the rest of the episode. But we have a great one. This is a good one. Yeah, when I saw it, I
0: thought of that that old joke of never let your mom comb your hair when she's mad at your dad. <laughs> like, Or it'll turn out just like this. <laughs> yeah.
1: There is some truth to that. I'm not going to lie.
0: There you go. So I've uh, I've uh, posted the coach spot brighto spot spotometer uh, the coaching bright spotometer
1: coaching bright spotometer yeah yes
0: I never can say it I I invented it still can't <laughs> say it yeah
1: <laughs> right. there's something wrong with
0: that uh, the uh, so yeah on uh, on one axis we have the uh, yell and tell on the opposite end of the continuum we have the ask and involve right and and those uh, you know our regular viewers both of them nice. uh, know that we lean towards the ask and involve. That's you know, right. Can we get people to lean in our, our, our coaching systems, all of that are all about, can I ask questions? Can I get them involved? Can I, can I get people to find their own solutions and, and become self coachable and, and, and develop critical thinking skills? So, so yeah, we focus on this immensely. We have never done a session on yelling and telling. Uh, right. So yeah, our, our curriculum is obviously in deficit. <laughs> <laughs> so we we apologize right away that uh, you know, and so our thinking there was that that uh, people who who you know go to the yell and tell often really didn't need a workshop on it.
1: Yeah, uh, that that muscle's pretty well exercised.
0: Yeah, yeah, they got muscle memory. Uh, they can do it in their sleep. They can wake up from a dead sleep, you know, and just. Yep you know that the you know the, there's so many different words for it yeah you know, I can put a boot in their butt <sighs> you know yep. I have heard that one uh, we have that religious uh, get-together where uh-huh. where we have a come to Jesus meeting yep you know I don't hit know him between
1: Jesus, the eyes
0: hit him between the eyes yeah yeah why is Jesus going to this meeting <laughs> yeah did he zoom in how does this work so so yeah yeah so uh We wanted to have a conversation of when is it, you know, it's never appropriate to yell. Um, But there are times where you do need to be direct, where you do need to tell. Yeah, And uh, we, we, you know, we, you know, well, you tell the, tell the listeners how we got onto this topic.
1: Yeah. So um, let me, let me say one thing about the come to Jesus comment, because um, it, 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 Uh, flows right into this, but um, the, the idea of uh, the come to Jesus meeting is a uh, it's, that's a frontier topic from, from the, uh, the great awakening, the second great awakening, they would have these camp meetings and they would, you know, bring people in. Some of these folks had never had a pastor regularly along the frontier. You know, there was no church or parish. And so these were big events. And like, this was your chance to get right with Jesus. And so it, it was a come to Jesus meeting. Now, in some, especially Protestant traditions, you know, that's evolved to where, you know, at the Baptist church I go to, you know, we have an altar call at every service because we want to give people that regular event. Sometimes it's not a regular event, right? And um, and so so that's sort of what we're talking about here, is that sometimes there are regular moments that tell applies. And sometimes there are these big moments where tell kind of has to be brought into the into the mix of of, of the asking and involving. So we're we're going to get into that. And I'm sorry, you asked a question, and I have completely um, derailed. That maybe that maybe that was a good intro to what we were talking about. What 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 have I left out? I'm sorry. Yeah,
0: no, it was fascinating because as you're explaining it, I'm thinking, well, we have taken what was really a cool concept and pretty self explanatory, and turned it into something completely different. Right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, the come to Jesus meeting is no longer referred to as that revival tip kind of thing where we're bringing people to the Lord. Yeah, yeah, now it's just a chance to put somebody in a room and yell at them. Like,
1: like well, well, that seemed to go astray. Well, and, and so, and there's the point because, um, yeah, you know, I, I think I mentioned this to you that, uh, I, I had a dealer, uh, years ago who would say, um, you know, if, if one of my people has a problem, it's one of two problems. either doesn't know or he doesn't care and I can help you with both and you know it was said as kind of a kind of a threat you know but Mm -hmm. but it's but the point there is you know that um it doesn't have to be a threat right like if you don't know I want to help you with that if you don't care I want to help you with that Uh, I want you to come to Jesus you know (laughs) I want you to to get on board with what we're doing here so um I, I think that's the that to me is the the connection point but we Gosh, how many times, Mike, over the last uh, month, do you reckon you and I have had uh, managers call us for a little help saying, hey, I know this isn't the hip socket way. I know this isn't the success amplified way. I know this isn't how Mike and Mark would do it, but I had to tell somebody something and almost like with a little guilt built in, you know, like, oh, dear, I'm not being nice. Um, and I and I always tell people this isn't about being nice. And we want you to be kind, you know. But but you know, even in the Bible, it never says be nice. Um, so that's that's where we're approaching the material today. Is when do you tell? When do you do that?
0: Oh yeah, yeah. And you've got these folks that uh, that that you know the the we've been working with for a very long time. Yes, we focused extensively on coaching right. uh, of, of of creating engagement of treating people with dignity uh and and then yeah they they got this opportunity where they know that the tell is the, that's the instinct the little voices in their head just saying hey this needs to be more direct right be on point it's probably not going to be a discussion um, right and right. so and then they struggle with it because they yeah they've got us on the other shoulder <laughs> yeah ask a great what question <laughs> you talk 20% of the time they talk 80% of the time, (laughs) you know, stay curious longer. It's like, they really need to be told. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So yeah, they, yeah. We've been approached here lately by yeah. A number of managers that said, you know, it felt like I should be doing something other than what we've been talking about. Right. And we've been having that conversation of no, we never meant to replace this in your toolbox we just wanted to give you more tools for your toolbox right that uh, yeah you were really good at telling people stuff you've been trying to mitigate the yelling and in turn we gave you another tool which is was the coaching system that's right and, and yeah so now you've got a range of tools to deploy when the situation you know for whatever situation calls for yeah so, so that's good stuff so we decided uh, yeah we would look at this and go okay but let's talk about the different times uh, where you're interacting with a with a team member uh, or a fellow manager, and and what's necessary at that time. And so we came up with this grid. Um, on the horizontal, on the left-right axis, is competency, yeah. and so it goes from low to high. So competency is yeah, do they know how to do the job?
1: Yeah, this is the don't know column for my dealer back in the day
0: yeah yeah don't know how to do the right to do the job so so yeah from low to high on the vertical the up and down axis uh we've got motivation yeah Uh, so motivation from low to high yeah so
1: this is the don't care column
0: yeah yeah exactly yeah yeah it's like uh, yeah i'm not excited about doing this or i'm very excited about doing this right uh, you know opposite ends of that that spectrum So in the, in the upper left-hand corner, so that would be where motivation is high, uh, but competency is low. So I'm really excited about doing something. I just don't know how to do it. Yeah. Uh, And so the, the, the opportunity there is for, for training and coaching, Mm -hmm. and this will probably be an evolution. So, so it's probably going to be a lot more telling training at the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. And then I'm going to follow up to check for understanding, check for learning, check for uh, you know execution by coaching, by asking questions. All right. So what have, of everything we talked about, what's working? Everything yeah. we talked about, what are you what are you still struggling with? And, and what can I do to help? And so this one is on our scale. It starts over here with 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 the tell the train and then should eventually evolve over to the ask. Right
1: right and and you know we say training we could also talk about expectation setting at the beginning of a job or introducing a new policy like there has to be a tell there just has to be but even if you were a pure coach you know if you if you hired me on retainer to coach you uh over the phone twice a month you know i have clients that do that um i'm still going to train periodically right there's there's going to be something where i'm going to say hey uh Uh, Could I uh, introduce you to a tool that has helped uh, other people I know in similar situations? They give me permission. I asked a question, right? They give me permission. Well, now I take my coach hat off, put my trainer hat on. Mm -hmm. I start going through the model or the tool or whatever it is. And then I take that trainer hat off and put the coach hat back on. Like you said, we're going to evolve as we go through this. I've just told you something. Now, what was useful in that that you heard? What resonated with you? Uh, how would you see that being important to your role right now? Uh, what would you have to do to implement it? What would get in the way of implementing it? All the different questions we might ask that are good coaching questions to involve them in uh, putting whatever this expectation or training or or so on uh, into practice for them.
0: Oh, definitely. So so yeah, you've got, and I've seen this play out where where the person was staying in coaching mode too long. And the mm. other person finally just just exasperated said, I have no idea what I can do to make this better. Yeah. <laughs> I've tried three different things. I've talked to people. I need some ideas. Yeah. Uh, you know, and it's like, so what do you think you would do next? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> <rah>! <laughs> they just go insane, uh, you know, because the, the person on the other side will we'll pick off his coach hat for a minute, put on his training hat. Right, uh, right. So so yeah, definitely an opportunity there. Uh, so that, that next column, so you've got the upper right-hand corner. So motivation is high and competency is high. So they're excited about what they're doing and they're doing it very well. They're doing it at a very high level. Uh, yeah. So the opportunity there is for empowerment and coaching. Uh, right? What, what, what additional autonomy can I give them? What empowerment can I give them? And And it's interesting when you talk about coaching these folks, we get some strange responses from the managers. huh. Yeah. They're like, no, no, no. I don't uh, you we'll know, mess don't, with him. Yeah. Yeah. Those are my horses. I just let yeah. my horses run. Yeah, right. my horses are running, you know, so I don't yeah. want to slow the horses down. And like, you know, if you look at what uh, Gallup, uh, the polling organization, they went and surveyed all these amazing organizations. One thing that they found was that the most successful organizations uh, were the ones where the manager the leader spent 50 percent of his time like half of his time coaching his top performers
1: yeah
0: You're like you know and when you say that i've said this to rooms full of managers over the years they, have, they initially push back right they're wow. like oh no that's you know that's just dumb and then that you can just see them stop for a minute and go all right so where are the greatest gains going to be had Mm-hmm. where is the greatest opportunity for loss if these people become disengaged or, or don't feel valued and appreciated oh they're like yeah you can't you you can't lose a one of them and 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 those guys can can grow the most in the shortest amount of time yeah like, yeah that's why you should spend 50 percent of your time with these folks uh you know and, and it's such a great coaching conversation right all right so you had another killer month Tell me how you did
1: it. <laughs> right. That That's the thing that is uh, so powerful about this is that let's say that nothing happens other than the guy gets a chance to high five with you. You know, you feel good. They feel good. Now, I, I will say the managers that are really hesitant about, you know, oh, I don't want to mess with my horses, as you said. Um, sometimes that's because they assume that the only reason for this conversation could possibly be is that there's something negative or correctional to this. Yeah, Once yeah. they realize that, you know, month after month we're going to meet with you and just check in, man, still doing great. They're going to feel appreciated, valued, um and that's going to keep them for the long haul cuz you've mentioned to me, Mike, you know, sometimes the managers are surprised at uh what happens to those horses. They thought everything was great.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah, so yeah, if I let the horse run, I'm not meeting with the horse. The horse doesn't feel valued and appreciated. Everybody in the in your market knows who the horses are. Mm-hmm. They know who the, the top technicians are, the top salespeople, the 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 top managers, right? They everybody knows. And those people are getting calls. In this right. day and age, they're getting a lot of calls. Right. And so yeah, the first the first time you have a serious sit-down with one of your top performers is when they tender their resignation. Right, <laughs> and the manager, right. the manager always says the same thing. I had no idea anything was wrong. Right, well, of course you didn't know. You hadn't spoken to him. Right. Uh, you know, you hadn't uh, been paying attention to 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 one of your horses, one of your top performers. So, yeah. Uh, so yeah, that tends oh. to be yeah, yeah. That's when that conversation just comes out of the blue, and now you're going to lose one of your highest production people right. uh, for no other reason than yeah, I didn't consistently sit down with them.
1: Yeah. Very fair. Very fair. So so now we've got the other extreme. We talked about the will is high, the skill is low. Now let's flip it around. This is the bottom right box. The will is low. Skills are there, but the will for some reason is not there.
0: Yeah. This tends to be the most perplexing to the managers. This is the one where they just come to you and they're holding their heads and they're like, yeah, he's, I know he knows what to do. He's done it. Right? He's, I've seen him do this. right? I mean, he's had great years, great months. Uh, you know, I know he knows what to do. Just yeah, something's changed. Right? He's lost his motivation. He doesn't care anymore. You know, sometimes they get real judgmental. Uh, yeah. You know, he's given up. He's a quitter. You know, <laughs> he's laid down. You, know, you he, laid down on me. He laid down on us. You know, so <laughs> you hear all these all this terminology, and so here the opportunity is to discover and coach. Yeah. And so something's changed. And as a manager, I've got to figure out what's changed. Right. What in this person's life is different that's caused them to not execute at the high level that we know they're capable of and that they've probably done before?
1: Yeah. And this is one of the really classic uh, prompts for really preparing for a crucial conversation. We've had a series about that. Uh, talked extensively about that. We'll probably link to it in the show notes here. Um, but the the idea that um, there must be more to the story. Let let me assume good intentions. Let me let me assume that this guy didn't just suddenly become a jerk and just stopped working. And there's something going on. And I, you know, hey, this is again kind of a come to Jesus meeting, right? Like something's going on. I care for you. I I want you here on the team. I know you can work on the team, and I want to make sure you're okay. What's going on? And uh, and we we spell out some ways in in the Crucial Conversations method that you would go about doing that, making some observations. I mean, there there's a whole process of what you could uh, explain to this person to sort of be the tell to set up. Okay, I'm curious what's going on, and you open this into a dialogue. That's what's powerful about this is you're you're telling for the sake of having a dialogue so now we're back into in some ways a coaching conversation or at least a coach approach
0: mm-hmm. oh definitely so yeah if, if trust is high between you and this this team member uh, then you can start with our, our number one coaching question so yeah what's on your mind right uh, and and yeah if, if trust is high they know that you care that you want them to succeed they're gonna share right. uh, I think one of the things that I've figured out talking with managers is, one of the reasons they don't want to have this conversation is because they're absolutely terrified of what they will discover.
1: Yeah, for sure. Like,
0: you know, I've got, you know, my mom's got cancer and I'm trying to help her through it. I've, you know, I'm getting ready to go through a divorce. You know, right. it's like, uh, right. you know, I am not prepared. No, none of my business classes prepared me for that conversation. Yeah. So, but it's the exact conversation the person needs to know that A, you've noticed that you value and appreciate them. And you'd like to know, because if there is something you could do, you would gladly do it to get them back on track.
1: Yeah. And I, I think that's really part of, um, part of what makes this special. I know for certain, uh, behavior styles, certain personalities, this is going to be a very exhausting conversation. Um, I promise you, I promise you that, uh, there's a good chance that because of this conversation, this person stays with you for a long time. Mm-hmm. They cut you some slack in the fact that you don't know exactly the right words to say, but they so appreciate you asking. Um, there's a there's a very good chance that, that that will be the outcome of even if you kind of ham fist this thing. Uh, now, we, we've got a lot of help to, to help you not ham fist it. Uh, you know, uh, we definitely encourage you to check out our Crucial Conversations episodes. Uh, but but this is a this is a big deal, and even if it's uncomfortable, I, I think you get some credit for at least trying.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Simply noticing and asking the question puts you light years ahead in your relationship. Yeah. And and ninety nine percent of the time, there's absolutely nothing you can do. Right. Except okay. you're there. You're listening and you're empathetic and yeah. it, and it's so often we've heard the story of well like you know there really wasn't anything I could do but I did notice that they got back to work you know their, their performance picked up they were in a better frame of mind right uh, you know things just got better uh, yeah. so so yeah you have this conversation know that it's probably going to go someplace unexpected right. and, but until you discover what's going on uh, you'll never be able to to help. You'll never understand fully what's what, what's causing this decrease in performance.
1: Right. Perfectly said. All right. So that brings us to the final box. Yeah. The really fun one. Oh, yeah. No will, no skill.
0: Yeah. Yeah. They, they don't know what to do and they don't want to do anything. <laughs> but other than that,
1: yeah,
0: yeah, <laughs> you know, things are great. So this is where a more direct approach uh, a yeah. tell is definitely the the strongest uh, you know option to go with here uh, you know and i love what you said right the tell could be setting of expectations uh, right. the tell could be what's what what the next steps are if this continues this way right. um, so uh, we've said this before clarity is kindness yep and so the the, the the most kind thing you can do here is just to be clear about where we stand what's going on and and what potential next steps are
1: right and so
0: right. yeah if you know we figure out if it's a it, you know it, it's obviously the skills are low so we know that there's a training component if we see a you know a spark of, of motivation uh, then we know that we can invest in some training here uh if, one of those two things doesn't happen, then it, now it's a, just a decision on the manager's
1: part. Yeah, and, and uh, again, this is a crucial conversation um, if you're, if you're going to deliver that kind of clarity. But the, um, the, the thing that's happened here is that you have taken the steps necessary to get you to that point where you say, okay, the person is truly not coachable. This is a bad fit. What you know, whatever would be the 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 negative outcome, unfortunately, for this situation. But of course, the reality is, in some cases, the the competency is low or the motivation is low because this is not where they're supposed to be. And um, and and this is really a blessing in disguise for them. They may not want to lose uh, their position, uh, but uh, in fact, uh, recently I heard from a manager who they moved somebody from a position. They had one of these hard conversations. Uh, skill low, will low is what it seemed like. And just, and just you know, was, I'm missing something. What, you know, what's going on? And it turns out that the the real kicker was, this isn't a good role for you. Now that I understand your personality better, we've got a different role for you. So they didn't even fire the person. They literally moved them into a different role where they were thriving, you know, within a couple days. Uh, so, you know, that th- again, this doesn't have to be all bad news. This, this whole, uh, grid doesn't have to, you know, once you get down to these, you know, lower boxes where something's low or both things are low, it doesn't have to be this gloom and doom, you know, we'll get ready. You're going to have a bad conversation. This could be good news as well. Uh, because again, now we know they know, and we know.
0: Oh, yeah, well, and that's the kindness part of it. That's but, right. But yeah, yeah, because the person that you're talking to knows this isn't a fit. You know, right. this isn't, this isn't working. Uh, I remember a manager telling me, you know we're we're in the meeting and and he you know he says, uh, you know here's all the things as a salesperson that you need to do. And this is my expectations. Here's what a day in the life of a salesperson should be at this particular location. And the guy, you know, salesperson looked at him and said, "You know, listen, that's that's great, I, but I really don't want to work that hard." <laughs> like the manager, Thank you. <laughs> yeah, the manager said, "Oh, I appreciate you saying what half of my sales team is thinking, <laughs> uh, and, and I think we need to find a, a different spot for you. <laughs> <laughs> Help you move move on to a place that fits you better." Uh, you know yeah yeah this isn't this isn't a good fit for you that's hilarious so so yeah yeah it's just you know but yeah yeah i'm not gonna do all that fantastic then yeah you need to find a place where you can do less and they'll love you
1: now if this had been part of the movie office space they would have promoted the guy right then and there oh yeah we think this guy's got management potential
0: this guy's got (laughs) authenticity he's direct (laughs) yeah yeah we gotta get him in our management advancement program immediately. Immediately, <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. So, choosing the appropriate approach. Yeah. Um, you know, if 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 a team member needs specific direction, right? This is one-way communications. This is step by steps. It's clarity on consequences. It's you know, it's like you said, it's setting expectations. You know, here's some milestones, right. and this also requires that that we check back in. Uh, This is not, it's not a a launch and forget. It's a, you know, this is what we're going to do, but I'm going to check in to see how we're progressing on these things. And, you know, for, for, for both of your sakes, uh, right. They need to know if they're still not on track, you need to know how it's going so you can decide what you want to do next. Well said. The other one is the last resort. I've tried every coaching system. I know it doesn't seem to be sinking in. Now I'm going to go back to a tell. Uh, yeah. This is simply how it's how it's going to be. So I've done yeah. all this coaching. It's not working. Uh, here's my next step. And then, you know, we we see this one. This one is, is kind of what some of the managers were telling us. It was a non-negotiable, right? right. The, the, the team member was breaking a rule that we don't, it, it's not gray. This is a black and white rule. They're in violation of it. It didn't feel like I should have a coaching conversation. It felt like I needed to tell. And in that case, definitely acceptable approach. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, They need to know it it would be unkind to not tell them that they were violating some clear cultural standard rule expectation, whatever it might be. Right. And so first of all, yeah, you have to check yourself. Did I, did I clearly communicate it? Did, Did they understand it? And then ultimately, uh, you know, is it, you know, is this something that, that if they did all those things, I just need to remind them and also need to share the consequences of continuing to ignore this.
1: Yeah. And you have pointed out, uh, how, how big a deal dignity is through this whole process. And we did a series on dignity as well, talking about, you know, the, just the idea of, um, you know, I, I am going to honor the fact that you're worth something. I'm going to treat you like you matter, like you count, uh, mm-hmm. Because you do, um, you're made in God's image. It's just that's just how how you are. Uh, every every person's worth something. Uh, but you had this point about delivering feedback effectively with with on, while honoring dignity. Do you want to talk about that?
0: Oh, definitely. So uh, there was this uh, there was this research study where where professors were giving feedback on students. They'd submit their paper, the students would mark it up, give it back to them, and they noticed that if if the professor added one line to their feedback so here's your paperback and on it the the professor wrote i'm giving you these comments this feedback because i have very high standards and i know that you can reach them mm. for the papers that had that extra sentence yeah. they got more of the papers returned from students the 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 the, the, the fixes were better the corrections were better and so uh, yeah so so to me, my takeaway from that was explaining the why. Mm-hmm. You, know, you know, here's here's why we're having this conversation. I value you. I think you have huge potential. I think you can be successful here. Uh, you know, here's the stuff I see uh, that, that's going to make you make it work for you. Yeah. And because of that, I need to share a few things with you.
1: Yeah, I love that. And and that's that's a dignity treating somebody like they count. And it's even respect when you say I have high standards that I think you can meet. You know, that's, that's, mm-hmm. that's, that's from the Latin that basically means to give a second look to mm-hmm. like, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to turn around and look at you again because you've earned that second look. I, I, you know, I brought you onto this team for a reason or I've seen you perform in the past. And so I have high standards here that I am pretty sure you can meet. And oh, yeah, uh, it's, and it's I, a huge motivator.
0: And I've heard managers say it slightly differently. They'll say, listen, I'm only telling you this because I believe you can do it. Right. You know, I'm only telling you this because I believe that that you can do this. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, it's like setting that expectation that, that yeah, I think you, you've got potential here. I wouldn't be spending my time with you if I didn't believe that's right uh, that, that you're capable of doing these things. Yeah. yeah
1: and huge. operating
0: at this high level.
1: Yeah. Think of how so, the safety goes up for that person when you have that. Discussion, you know, it's. I, I had somebody approach me recently that said, you know, I'm pretty sure that my manager, I'm a manager, and I'm pretty sure my manager is just waiting for me to mess up and push me out. Mm-hmm. Um, and and having a direct conversation like this would clear the air so quickly, right? Oh, that's what you want. Okay, let's let's get to work. I can let me work on that. Um, right. Anyway. Oh
0: yeah, yeah. No, that, that's huge. So the last thing we'll talk about is yelling. Hey. Okay. And I know some of you, you know, both our listeners are going, finally, yeah. finally, they're going to train us on this. <laughs> no, no, there will be no yelling training. And so our thought is uh, we start with uh, Phil Jackson, a fairly successful NBA coach. Uh-huh. Uh, he said that anger is the enemy of instruction. Yeah. Um, so when when you're yelling at somebody, when you're yelling at each other, the the behavioral change message that you're looking to instill, it's not going in. Yeah, uh, you know the it other just person, won't work. Yeah, the other person's in amygdala hijack. Uh, yeah, it's fight, flight, or freeze. Uh, yeah. There's no there's no capacity for for collaboration, creativity, connection, learning. Yeah, none of that's present when we're when we're we're creating an uh, like you said an unsafe environment. Yeah. And so when somebody's yelling at me, I really don't know how far it's going to go. And so now right. I'm thinking about my safety. I'm thinking I either need to fight back, I need to get out of here, or I yeah. just freeze up.
1: It, yeah, I'm, I'm literally in survival mode, right? So my defenses are up. If my defenses are up, nothing else is up. That's yeah. all I'm focused on. So I'm not right. going to learn. Whatever it is you're trying to get me to learn, it ain't going to happen. Right, right. Your wonderful message, not going in. Right. It felt good. <laughs> to. Right
0: you to get it out of your system and there is yep. a dopamine rush for some people when they do that. Yep. Uh, but that is a short-term gain uh, for a long-term loss.
1: Uh, yeah and 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 it's cumulative. Um, I've got managers who are just sure over the years uh, I've had managers and and uh, business owners who are sure that their motivational you know boot in the rear message, at the end of the month is the reason they had a good month. You know, like th- numbers weren't good. And then I gave that message and, and magically we had a good month. Well, maybe maybe you had a good month because you had a good month, right? Like maybe by the end of the month, some things changed and turned around. But if you've got it in your head that, well, the yelling is what worked. Now you yell every month, right? Now there's something that you have to do to to uh, get extreme every month, and your managers tune you out. Your employees tune you out. they are they are not listening uh, to whatever it is you're saying. They already weren't listening because they're defensive in the moment. Now they're not listening because they know that you don't have a bead on what's actually going on. Mm-hmm. It gets worse and worse as time goes on,
0: oh yeah, yeah, they they truly tune it out uh, yeah it's 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 hysterical. I'm, I remember I went into a store, it was a new store, I was in the meeting. The the leader of this particular store stood up, he cleared his desk with his arm, he kicked his computer, and he was just you know, he was just, you know,
1: this if this continues, you know, none of you'll have jobs, I'll replace all of you.
0: You know, and the managers were just sitting there, just like cucumbers, just cool. Uh, you know, and I was I was freaking out. I was like, Oh, oh, we're all gonna die. <laughs> Walk out of the meeting and all the managers just, you know. Just walk back and nobody's talking about it. There's no meeting after the meeting. So I was all right. We're ready, ready to discuss this. Where do you want to eat lunch? You know, they're like, Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Hey, Bob. Uh, yeah. You still smoking that brisket this weekend? Yeah. That was good stuff. You know, and I'm like, What's going on? They go, He does it every Friday.
1: Huh.
0: You know, we quit listening months and years ago for the wow. people who've been there a while. So, um, yeah, it literally, you know, in some ways, they found it kind of comical and a little bit amusing. Yeah, uh, just to watch the spectacle. Uh, but it wasn't having the the effect that you know maybe it did that one time, the two times. Right now it's worn off. So yeah, short term dopamine hit, uh, long termly ineffective. So, yeah. uh, and when you think about right, so one of the things I did was I looked at at pop culture. Mm-hmm. I thought about who are the. You know, how does how does pop culture portray the strongest people, right? And, and if you if you look at your, your 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 movie stars, right, the toughest guys in the movies, right? You look at you look at Clint Eastwood, right. You look at Jason Statham, you look at, uh, Stratum, uh, you look at uh, Charles Bronson, right, Pretty cool right. folks out there. And then <laughs> and then for some reason in 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 the world we work in a lot, which is automotive retail, they love the movie Tombstone. Right, <laughs> right. Every character in the movie Tombstone. And the one thing that they all have in common is none of them yell.
1: They never raise their voice.
0: No, if they really want to make a point, they lower their voice. Yeah. They yeah. talk a little bit slower, they right. talk a little bit deeper. Right. And yeah. all of a sudden, you know, ooh, yeah. This is serious. This is serious. Yeah, I need to pay extra close attention yeah. to what the, the big guy is saying right now. And so if you want, you know, if you think, okay, I'm not uh, the only way for me to project power or strength or energy is to yell. It's just the opposite. When you yell, you've lost control. Uh, You know, Mm -hmm. the other, you know, the other person is one. um, But when you are in complete control to the point where you can slow it down a little
1: bit. Yeah. Now you got somebody's attention. Yeah. Um, So I don't know why you're calling out my parenting, but it's fine.
0: Uh, that's right. Uh, yeah, yeah. This is this is exactly what I do.
1: Uh, yeah. yeah, the kids know. I
0: lower my voice. Uh, yeah. he's he, dad's talking like Clint Eastwood. We're all gonna die. Uh, we better straighten up. Uh, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyway, the uh, so just a uh, just I just an update on this. Uh, maybe hopefully it was helpful to see that. Yeah, we're we're not against telling. Right. So we just don't want that to be the only tool in your toolbox.
1: Right. And uh, I guess a little preview, we have an episode coming up uh, where we talk about another one of those tell moments. Um, and it has some asking involved too, but uh, it's, it's become such a a, a topic uh, here lately. And, and unfortunately I think both of us have had uh, brushes with it uh, over the years. Uh, but the, the idea of employees' mental health, and how uh, uh, you know the the uh, the, the terrible uh, issue of suicide uh, with with coworkers and employees. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna hit that in an upcoming episode to talk about some specific things that you could do for that kind of a tell moment. And it definitely has some tell in it. Um, mm-hmm. This is for the more general answer. Uh, this episode is the more general answer of people that just don't seem to be getting it for whatever reason, and there does need to be some uh, some direction and, and tell involved. Uh, so we'll have a, a handout that we'll uh, uh, have as a link that you can download and uh, hopefully this is uh, something that really uh, helps our listeners further their coaching.
0: Definitely, definitely. And speaking of somebody else who always tells...
1: <laughs> <laughs> that is the truth. <laughs>
0: yeah, let's, uh, let's hear from our announcer who...
1: He really loves us. He does.
0: Yeah. Actually, that's true, too. <laughs> and that's a wrap. It doesn't take a genius. The blog, dedicated to reducing the irreducible. Next time, prime numbers. What makes them so special?
1: Join us then, and thanks for listening. That's good enough.